You're listening to Tech Talk Today, the short but informative podcast series for all your music tech-related needs. Hello and welcome to the Tech Talk Today podcast series. My name is Charlie Gibbons and I'll be your host along this insightful journey covering a wide range of different music technology and equipment that you may be on the lookout for. Joining me on the way will be three special guests as they give us their thoughts and opinions on only specific music tech. So please allow me to introduce them and let's get this show on the road. So our guest on the show today is Simon Richardson. He is a Kemper owner and I invite him on to the show today to talk about the Kemper Profiler. The guest on the show today is Oliver Batchelor who is a Helix owner. So our guest on the show today is Emma Hayes. She is a Neurophone owner, and I've invited her on the show today to talk about her Neurophone headphones. So I'm going to start with the first question. Go for it. Uh, What first attracted you to the profiler in the first place and why? I was actually working it in their studio at the time, and the our producer had one. I was kind of just like, oh, what is that? Is that like, oh, it's a like, Oh, cool. What does that do? He said, like, oh, well, if you can if you can think of an amp, it has it on it. And I was like, oh, well, that's just fantastic isn't it so <laughs> what first attracted you to the helix and why well i've always always been like uh, interested in all these different pedals and all these tones but i've never had that much patience to sit there and build a pedal board so i thought I might as well just get like a, a, like a multi-effects unit that has all my amps my pedals all set for me where i could just pick and choose my own will yeah i guess it makes it more easy to navigate doesn't it so what first attracted you to the neurophones well, first off, their promotion and branding was very cohesive and very much in my face for some time. They were advertised all over my Facebook and Instagram with quite a lot of daring claims about the amazing sound quality. And for a subscription service priced about £14 with an upfront cost, I was, well, very tempted. <laughs> so I was like, hey, what's the worst that can happen? What makes the the product um, stand out to you compared to other modelling amps? It's German, so it'll never break. Uh, <laughs> it'll never go wrong. How has making the switch from a traditional pedal board to an all-in-one multi-effects board affected your guitar playing? Uh, I thought like it has had a positive effect on my playing because I'm not really constricted to like uh, not really constricted sound-wise in the fact that I can just like plug in and choose from all these different amounts. I don't have to sit there and wait around for different sounds to come to me. I can just go and dive in and pick all these different amazing effects and tones. In terms of their hybrid over-ear in-ear design, how comfortable are these headphones, especially like after a like, long period of use? So I do find them a little bit irritating, but luckily they come with different size tips on the inside, so you can sort of change them out. Um, it's, it's a weird experience because <laughs> you think you're putting them on, but you have to... You have to have them round the right way and hook them into the hole of your ear. Uh, what kind of musician slash producer is the profiler usually ideal for, do you reckon? Slash musicians the camper is built for. So like say say one day you're doing like hard rock blues kind of thing, you can buy like a fifty nine baseman preset and have that in there and you're ready to go. Or if you're doing a metal gig, you can get like a, a TV or like JSM hundred or like the boxes. You know, it's 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 built around diversity you can do gigs with it so if i'm if i'm going to a gig it has bringing entire pedal board and an amp again as a musician it's the most annoying thing like doing gigs in london carrying that and like uh, a big fender combo was a nightmare like getting to london like, on the tubes absolutely and now it's just something i can pop on my back and just go to gigs what kind of musician is the helix ideal for in your own opinion but obviously, I understand like the, uh, the sense of achievement of building a pedal board and 
but I'm really like super impatient. So I guess the modeling units are like ideal for guitarists that don't want to be like limited to when they can choose different effects. I think it's uh, quite ideal for people that just want to plug in, play, and uh, achieve the sounds they want really easily. What kind of person would, would be interested in owning a pair of neurophones? It's, it's quite strange, actually. During this whole coronavirus situation, if you really, really are missing gigs, you can turn up like the personalization listening and you can have them so they, the bass like bounces them on your ears. It feels like you're in the front row. Almost like front row of the concert. Exactly. That's the whole sort of aim of that. Sometimes it can be a bit much on your ears and that level of vibration is a bit excessive. But I mean, in any live concert setting, loud levels isn't great for an extended period of time. How does the profile of Hard on tour? I don't know whether you've talked with you've toured with it or you've played any shows. I've I've played quite a lot of shows with it with Flex. Um so it's quite good obviously because it profiles the cabs as well. Um you don't have to worry about it coming out sounding weird. You know what I mean? So so you know obviously like um like if you come out to a show um, sometimes that the sound that you have at home doesn't sound like the sound on stage. Yeah, that, that's not an issue. It sounds exactly the same at home as it would on stage, which is which is fantastic. Have you tested out the rack unit at all in, at any time, or have, have you? What's the main pros and cons to choosing the floor version over over a rack version of of this processor? Well, uh, I haven't had much experience with the rack unit, but I guess a con for like the uh, the pedal board would be like in the tedious dialing in tones because you have to keep like kneeling down and set up the pedal board on your desk. But I've begun, begun using the uh, HX Edit software, which is like a, the Helix control for your Mac, so you can control your uh, pedal board from your iMac itself. What would you say to someone who is who is interested in buying their first pair of neurophones? I highly recommend trying them to anybody because you can only really see for yourself. I've passed this pair around to all of my friends because you can set up multiple um, like accounts on there for different hearing profiles. So I've had loads of people try them and be like, wow, that's amazing. There is the commitment of yet another subscription service, especially in the 21st century where everything seems to be subscribed to instead of bought outright. Um, it's very much... Um, ownership versus access you have access to them if you don't pay your monthly fee they don't work they don't turn on they don't say welcome back emma they just say <laughs> you need to pay what direction do you see the camper heading in the future uh, at the moment they're developing an acoustic simulator that's pretty cool really cool so like so um like myself i don't have a, a microphone to record acoustic guitar i'm now not going to need one i can just plug in my, my telly and then i've got like a, a martin acoustic sound which again is fantastic for producers it's going to mean that producers are going to have to buy less gear like you don't need to buy all the amps you don't need to buy the cabs you don't need to buy the microphones it's you know it's, it's only getting better but at the same time i hope that they keep it sounding real rather than it going down this superficial digital have you, have you ever encountered any problems using the helix live and if so what are the problems the only slight issue would be uh, like the uh, monitoring that you get because the majority of the time you only take the Helix to, or I have only taken the Helix to a show. So uh, there's no like on-stage monitoring. So all I would say is when you can, plug it into a 
like an on-stage cab or sends a bunch of your tone through the monitors so you definitely hear yourself live. What is the main thing you would tell someone who is interested in buying their first Helix or any other multi-effects unit? Uh, I'd say definitely make sure you check out everything on the market. Like Helix is great and all, but that's my personal preference. There are many other uh, like units, modelling uh, amps on the market, all different prices and all, all perfect for different people and different things and what you want to do. So definitely just keep an eye out on the market and what's recently come out. Where would you see the neurophones heading in the future? How would they be, how would they be perceived in the future? So I don't know if you've seen they've recently just launched the Neura Loop as well. That's their wireless in-ear bud type thing. Ooh. I don't know how well they will be received compared to the original Neurophone because obviously the technology is completely different and I feel you shouldn't expect the same thing from an over-ear hybrid to an in-ear. But I really feel like they are the future of the way we listen to sound. For the second half of the show, we will be comparing similar products to the ones discussed with our guests. And that was Simon with the Kemper Profiler. If the Kemper doesn't sound like it's for you, another great digital modelling app worth looking into might be the Marshall Code. Similar to the Helix, the Bosch G2 1000 is Boss's flagship multi-effects guitar processor and amp model. The HD280 Pros are a professional quality set of headphones from audio giant Sennheiser. Unlike the Neurophones, which were made more for a recreational listening experience in mind, these headphones were designed more for DJs and producers that need to hear the final details in a piece of music. Along with the amp comes Marshall's Gateway app. This lets players control the code via Bluetooth connectivity and allows for more freedom at distance when wanting to adjust the amp settings such as its gain, bass or treble. Through the app you can also stream and record music to play along to without needing the use of a door. To help compete with the Kemper Profiler, there is the ability to save a tone that you have created yourself and then upload that tone within the Marshall website so that other code users can try out your tones that you have created yourself and vice versa. This is not the same as profiling like you would with the Kemper. Profiling and modelling sound similar, but they're not quite the same thing. Profiling recreates the exact sound of an amp right down to its characteristics by capturing the exact print of its sonic frequency response. Modelling means that it's only emulating the function and sound of a particular style or model of amp. Similar to the Helix, the Bosch G2 1000 is Boss's flagship multi-effects guitar processor and amp modeler. It comes with tons of built-in effects, including Boss's acclaimed 500 series, so you will have full use of its DD500 delay, MD500 modulation and RV500 reverb pedals. Although it isn't detachable, the 280 Pro's coiled cable means that they are less likely to tangle up when being transported around than if they had a straight cable. However, after a long time of use, a lot of wired headphones cables can break. And with the lack of a detachable cable with this set of headphones, means you won't be able to just replace the cable alone if it becomes faulty. As Simon said, the Kemper is designed for producers, whereas modelling amps such as the Code are made more for consumers with recreational uses in mind, especially as its less rugged design means it might not hold out very well at all. Boss's Tone Studio app allows users to control the board remotely via Bluetooth. You can adjust things such as the amp settings as well as being able to organise patches remotely. This allows for more on-the-fly configuration and lets you virtually sound check yourself as you play. Most people that use headphones to mix music can tell you just how uncomfortable they can really be after hours of use. But it's clear to see that Sennheiser have put much more thought into the design and comfortability of these headphones this time around. Especially with the ability to fold up the ear cups, allowing for easier transportation. As for the rest of the code, 
it's good to point out exactly what comes pre-installed with the unit once it has left the factory. The amp features 24 built-in effects, 4 speaker cab models, 14 pre-amp models and 4 power-amp models. What makes the GT1000 really stick out from other multi-effects guitar processors on the market is its use of air technology. This stands for Augmented Impulse Response Dynamics. This is BOSS's newly acclaimed Tube Logic technology. It helps to push the modelling dynamics of all the amp sounds and helps to bring a more natural and realistic feel and tone to your playing. These headphones have a standard input jack size of 3.5mm, although the main accessory you get in the box is a quarter inch adapter, meaning you can use them with most audio interfaces and other equipment out there. The built-in tap tempo allows for easier timekeeping while learning a song and recording something. Overall, the Code and Kemper are both very different products designed for two very different types of musicians. Straight out of the factory, the Boss GT1000 comes packed to up to 116 different built-in effects, a built-in tuner and expression pedal that can easily be used for most of the onboard effects. All in all, the GT1000 is another great floorboard processor that, like the Helix, has something for every guitarist and bassist out there. Due to their more bulkier build, the HD280 Pros are a very durable set of headphones so it will take a bit more than to accidentally stand on them for them to break. If you are new to producing or DJing and don't want to spend an awful lot of money, these headphones would be a great addition to your home studio. Even if you already own a pair of studio monitors and just want another way of listening to a mix that you've made. Finally, we will also compare the average price for each product featured on the show. This is to help give you a rough idea of how much you'll be spending. If you are interested in purchasing either of the products featured in today's episode, you can find the code for as low as £140 for the 25W version, £170 for the 50W and £260 for the 100W version. Or if you're interested in the Kemper, you can find that for around £1,400 to £1,500 in most music shops and online stores in the UK. You can find the Helix for around £1,100 to £1,200. Or if you prefer the sound of the GT1000, you can find that for around £720 to £730. You can find the Neurophones on the Neuro website for a one-off cost of £349 or for a monthly subscription service of £9.99 with an upfront cost of £99.99. Or if you're after the Sennheiser HD280 Pros, you can find these for around £70 to £80 in most music shops and online stores around the UK. You have been listening to the Tech Talk Today podcast. I hope you enjoyed this brief but valuable insight into just some of the cool new music technology and equipment out there. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, goodbye.